Hey there, and welcome to the If She Did It podcast. I'm your host, Becky Fagan, a social media and business growth coach helping aspiring and new entrepreneurs kickstart their business and master Instagram marketing. In these episodes, we'll be talking all things entrepreneurship and social media marketing as a whole. You'll leave every episode energized and ready to bring yourself and your business to the next level. Welcome back to the If She Did It podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode. I'm interviewing Frankie Sivens, who is actually one of my very first coaches. She was the first coach I worked with when I started my business. And it was so fun to get to chat with her and to talk about her journey and how much has changed since I worked with her um, over a year and a half ago. And yeah, it's just amazing to really witness how, how people's businesses change. And there's there's some really great conversation in here. And I'm just really excited for y'all to listen in on this. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. We're going to dive right in. I am going to let you guys know you're going to want to be listening to these episodes because um, there's some exciting things coming. So I'm releasing something really, really exciting in the very, very near future. So keep your ears and eyes peeled. But without further ado, let's get into this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Frankie. I'm excited to have you. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Okay, so let's start by you telling us your story, like how you got started as an entrepreneur and just share as much of your journey as you want to share. Yeah. So it's a really, every time somebody asks me that question, I'm like, how far back do I start and what angle do I take? Because it's just like a, a long one. But I guess it really starts when um, I was in college and I got super, super sick. I, um, got basically got mono and then it just kind of never went away. Um, and that so wait, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. So I got mono and it just kind of never went away. And so, um, I had to drop out of school wow. and, um, basically like went back to another job that I had worked at as like, it was like a service job, but I had really enjoyed the people. They were like this local small business. And I was like, what do you guys need help with? How can I dive in? Cause I just had to drop out of school, have no idea what I'm doing with my life. Like, can you just give me something to do? And so they started just kind of like handing me a bunch of different stuff. And basically what I ended up doing was just being their head of marketing. And so I was doing all their Instagram and like website and everything. Um, and so from there kind of had this fun marketing career that, was like like three or four years that I was working in marketing for that company. And then I worked at an agency um, doing digital marketing for entrepreneurs all over. But at the same time, I was getting like sicker and sicker and sicker. And like my mental health was going like downhill super fast. And so finally, I was just kind of like, you know what? I have to figure out how to make something that really can be on my own terms because I'm like dying here, like sitting in an office every day with fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue, which is what mono had like turned into. And like this much anxiety and this much depression is just like, I'm not surviving. And so I was kind of like, maybe I can take what I do marketing wise and do it freelance and kind of put something together that works for me. Um, and so I kind of started a business from there and it really because I started it from the place of like, I have to do this in a way that helps my health and doesn't hurt it. It really changed a bunch of the decisions that I made. Um, because I was like, this is already so bad. <laughs> like this has to be something that at least breaks even on the like mental health, physical health front. Cause I can't like risk any more of that. And so basically my business ended up being this vehicle of like a lot of healing for me. And so by like six months in, 
I was no longer experiencing symptoms of the chronic illnesses I had. And by eight months in, I was getting off of like anxiety and depression meds and was having so much success in like so many areas. And then was looking around at all of my other friends who had like started businesses or other people that had been in it about as long as I was. And they were starting to like take sabbaticals and quit and burn out and get really frustrated. And I was like, wait, I'm happier and healthier than I've ever been. Like people need to know this is like possible for them too. And so I started kind of creating some coaching services to just help people build businesses in ways that were really authentic to them and with their joy and their mental health as like top priority. And it's really just kind of grown from there. So I started just kind of arming myself with every tool I can have to help people like heal and grow and also grow businesses. And I'm also like certified energy worker and do a lot of like internal work as well as business strategizing. And, um, and then through that have ended up working with people who aren't just entrepreneurs who are like, I want to have a really good career, but I'm like super stressed about it. And so really just helping people who have big ambition realize that like their success and their joy can come hand in hand. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of my jam. I love it. So what do you think was the difference between you eight months in like thriving and Mm -hmm. these people that you knew that started businesses around the same time as you that were like burning out and ending their careers before they pretty much even really started? Yeah. I think it was really just that my top priority from day one was my health and was like, I think a lot of people are so focused on building businesses that work that they make any sacrifice, do anything that it takes just to make sales, just to make money because they're like not even sure that that's possible. That already feels like such a huge ask. And they forget that the real reason why most of us got into entrepreneurship is because we wanted businesses that worked for us, that like improved our quality of life, gave us more time, freedom, definitely like paid our bills. But like, that's not the only thing your business is supposed to be doing. It's like making money. It's also supposed to be helping you live a better quality of life. And so because for me from day one, it was like, cannot risk my health. I made different decisions and I wasn't willing to do things that didn't feel good for me. I wasn't willing to do things that were stressing me out more. I had to find ways to build a business and like not overstep any physical or emotional boundaries. And then I also really brought the internal side of it as well of like really focusing on my mindset on my personal development knowing that me being at my healthiest was a huge part of my business succeeding as well um which I think is another part that people kind of skip over of like just jumping in and being like well I'm just gonna figure out how to like have a good sales funnel and that'll make me money and not realizing that like their energy and their mindset is contributing to it as well and I think that really created where like I was doing so much internal healing that my body started healing as well And then also I wasn't, I was no longer doing things that were sabotaging my healing the way maybe other people starting the business were, um, because they were just so focused on making money that they weren't even worried about like, wait, am I happy? And so, yeah, it was really just like prioritizing myself every step of the way, um, and not being willing to sacrifice on that. Right. So what advice would you give to someone that's like in the beginning stages of their business and they want to prioritize their health, but they're so or like their well-being or whatever it is, but they're so like stressed about how am I going to, you know, mm-hmm. make my next sale or make more money. Um, and so they're kind of losing touch of that. Yeah. Them first aspect. Definitely. Yeah. I think something that one of my coaches said to me once when I was really stressed about like short-term money and was like, got to make a sale tomorrow and I don't care how it happens. She asked me, she was like, Frankie, are you trying to build an actual business? Or are you just trying to bring something, build something that brings you in like some quick wins? 
And I was so mad at her for asking that because I was like, I mean, like both, I guess. Cause like, I, I do want this to be a good business, but also like my bills that are due next week are also important. And it was like a frustrating thing, but it has kind of been something that's continued to stick with me of knowing that I want my business to do both. I do want quick wins and I do want sales, but I also am here to build something that is a lifelong career for me. And so understanding that like, that's going to change the way you do things. And like so many people out there are building businesses. They say they want to run forever, but the way they're running it, they're only going to be able to sustain for like two more months. They're going to be dead, burnt out, sick, like within six months. And so actually thinking about like, if in five years, I'm running my business, but it still looks this way. And I'm still having to put in this much time and like stress myself out this much and lose this much sleep over it. Am I going to be okay with that? And understanding like not just what you want, but the way you want it and prioritizing that just as much. And so, yeah, it's like a hard thing to get into because that's, that's so much easier to understand when your bills are already paid. It's so much easier to get into that mindset when it's not like, okay, but if this person doesn't book me, like rent is going to be a stretch, but it really is like a a mindset you have to get into before that happens. Cause it's what allows you to access the most healthiest version of yourself. That is what allows you to do the work that people are really attracted to. Yeah, it's so true. And I know like whenever I get into a space where I get myself stressed over money and stressed over like the silliest things sometimes like, yes, I need to pay my bills and all that. But in reality, like I always end up okay. And when mm-hmm. I get like, but when I get myself so stressed about it, the sales stop, like nothing yeah. comes, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just an interesting conversation to have because, um, I think everybody in some capacity knows that they, that they need to stop worrying about it, but they mm-hmm. just are like, I don't even like, how does that even how? work? have to pay my bill. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And it's also, it makes so much sense actually from like, I love to bring this back to neuroscience of like stress and how it affects our brains. Because when you are in a stress response, um, blood and resources and nutrients get shut off from certain parts of your brain and put into other parts of your brain. So blood goes out of your frontal lobe and your hypothalamus and it gets put into your amygdala, which your amygdala is like your primal, like fight, flight, or freeze response. It's like, you can only think about your basic survival instincts. And what happens when the blood is there and it's not in your frontal lobe is that you get cut off from all sorts of higher thinking because your frontal lobe manages creativity. It manages your ability to future plan. It manages your ability to creatively problem solve and communicate well. And so when you don't have resources in your frontal lobe, you are unable to do the quality of work that actually is what sets you apart from the crowd is actually what allows you to make smart business decisions. So it makes sense that like, I love that you brought that up of just like when I'm stressed, sales stop. And it makes sense because you're not doing the quality of work that you're able to do when you're in a relaxed place. So it's so important to learn how to like physically on like a nervous system level, bring yourself back into where there's like your brain has like everything it needs to be able to give you the ideas that are actually going to move you forward. And so that's, I love to explain that to entrepreneurs because it kind of like clicks in the thing of like, where if you've been running around just pushing your mental health to the bottom of the um, priority list, thinking like, well, I'm, I'm going to get to that once I make all these other goals, thinking they're like sacrificing for the sake of their business. It's like, no, you're actually sabotaging your business because you're not doing the level of work that you could be doing if you were happy and healthy and not stressed. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. So I feel like when, when I first connected with you, when I was working with you, um, back 
it's crazy that it's like been forever so ago, now, like yeah. fall of 2018. Um, you like, there was always like the energy piece to you in some capacity, but I feel like you've stepped into this space of like how you did the healing, the energy healing now. And like all that mm-hmm. has come, like, it's much, a, a much bigger part of you now. So how did you, um, first like realize how passionate you were about that and like step into mm-hmm. that part of your business? Yeah. So it really started because of the coach that I hired like Mm -hmm. three years ago, who I still work with to this day, who uses that same modality of energy tools that I now have. And basically just working with her, um, really changed my life in so many ways. And so I immediately was like, okay, I have to figure out how to do this, like for myself and for other people. So as soon as there was like the first opportunity for me to like get certified in that energy work, um, I like jumped at that chance. And so, yeah, it felt like a really natural step because it was like the work I was already doing, just having more tools to do it more effectively. Cause it was always like internal heart work, mindset work was always a big part of it. But the tools I have now, like are just accelerate it and make it so much more graceful and so much more easy. And so it felt like a natural step. The unnatural part of it was like, getting my heart on board with talking about that with being that girl who's out there talking about like cleaning your energy centers and like you know because that was not where I grew up at all and I had so many it took me so long to be okay with talking about intuition and spirituality and energy because growing up in like conservative bible belt Texas um it's just like so shunned and so frowned upon. So it took me a while to be okay with talking about it, but it was always something that felt very natural to me. It was just like letting it out. That was the hard part. Yeah, for sure. And how have you like seen your business change since you like stepped into that more? Oh, I mean, it, it just, it helps in so many levels because it's like one, the quality of clients I bring in is so much more aligned because they're people that like, I can share my full self with. I'm not like having to bite back. Like when I want to talk about energy or intuition or whatever. And so it's so much more fun to work with my people. Um, but it also has really, I think it also is really what sets me apart is the ability to, to work with things on this level. And so it just, um, it gives me my space in the coaching world, which can feel so oversaturated, but like there are just a million and one mindset coaches out there. And it's amazing. We need all of them because they each bring a different perspective, but like finding my place in it of like being somebody who can also bring like the energetic tools to the table, but also has like a strategic marketing background. Like it was just finally sinking into all of me. Um, and the reason why like, the, the unique space that I got to fill. And obviously that just like moved my business forward so much because I was no longer having to compete with like every single mindset and marketing coach that was on my Instagram feed. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So another thing I want to talk about. So when I worked with you, something that I, I would mention to you a lot, I think was that it always shocked me that you helped me realize like most of the time we already have the answers. Of course there's like strategies we have to learn and that kind of a thing. But for mm-hmm. the most part, like we have the answers we're looking for. We just need the right like questions to find them ourselves kind of. Yeah. So I realized that from working with you. How did you realize that? Because you know, there's always like, there's, I'm always so curious because now I think from realizing that from you, like I'm always telling my clients like, you know, you have like with certain things that they ask them, like you have the answer. You just need to like, mm-hmm. you know, journal it or whatever and find it. Um, 
And I even remember sometimes I'd be like, oh, I have to type all this stuff out for these questions. Oh my God. But it always came with like so much realization. So yeah, like how did you, I don't know, like how did you realize that like that's yeah. the thing, you know? <laughs> Ooh, I love that question. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I think I, because my process of starting my business was so much and like doing the healing that I had done, I think I went out and thought when I first started my business, I remember like scrolling through every Facebook group, just waiting for somebody to like drop a marketing freebie that I could try out. Cause I was so desperate to like find my own, like figure out how I was going to get clients. Um, but then the more I stepped into it, the more it was like, Oh, I just have to create what I'm really passionate about and talk what, about what I'm really passionate about. And then that's what people really connect with. And so and then having the next level of like going through this whole personal growth journey and thinking like, oh, I'm going to go out and I'm going to find myself and I'm going to figure out what to do and realizing it was so much more a process of like uncovering myself and just like peeling back all of the layers of other people's expectations and fears and doubts that I picked up through my life and just kind of like coming home to who I was naturally and letting my like physically letting my body do what it had always been trying to do, which is heal and like emotionally letting myself be who I had always been covering up. And it just was wild. The more just this huge process of like, every time I would go out and be like, somebody tell me what to do. And then as soon as I sat with myself and allowed myself to like feel into what was already there, the answer appeared. And so, yeah, it was just like a lot of trial and error of like really trying not to have that be the answer because I wanted other people to give me, it felt so much safer to have somebody else be like, here's the method you follow than it does to like trust yourself. Um, but I finally had to kind of just be like, okay, fine. We'll like, let this be the case. Um, and once I did everything just really accelerated for me, um, once I stopped like listening to everybody else's advice, um, things really started happening. And it was, I mean, as much as like, it would be going as far as like, I had a spell where I was muting like everybody on Instagram because I was like, I do not need all of these voices. And I had to stop like showing up to every free webinar. And I had to stop like downloading every freebie and just kind of put blinders on and be like, you know what? I think I know what I'm doing. And as soon as I did that, that was when things really like started to pick up and turn around. And so now it's like, I think a lot of what I do with my clients is just getting them to stop pretending that they don't know what they already know getting them to stop pretending that they don't have the expertise or the answers and just like actually listen to themselves. And it's so scary because we haven't been taught how to like trust ourselves. And so the first and third and fifth time that you do it, your brain is going to be like, you're fucking everything up. But (laughs) as soon as you like kind of let yourself do it, um, yeah, you just realize the magic that's already there. It's so true. You're, you're so right. And I think that like everybody needs to get to that place where they realize like, I need to stop taking in all of this free content and just Mm -hmm. like, you know, figure out what I know myself and then figure out if and what I do need help with that I need to like hire support for. Because I mean, I get obviously like we all give out free content constantly through like our Instagrams and if we do free trainings and stuff, but even me, I'm like, you know, there's, it has to come a point where you stop absorbing all the free stuff and just understand what is it that you know and what is it that you need help with? Because if you're listening to all the noise from everybody all over the place, mm-hmm. it's so lost, honestly. Yeah. And it's also just understanding that like every time you take advice from a new person or try a new method, like you're slowing yourself down to have to like you're going in one direction and then you see something else and you have to like stop and pivot and go there and implement. And it like, 
you're having to slow down so many times to try and like shift what you're doing. Whereas if you could just like sink into, okay, this is what I'm doing. You get to keep going in that direction and it like accelerates your process so much. And so I think that is like when people are downloading a bunch of freebies, even like jumping into every single course that they can, like you have to realize that it's taking time every single time you have to like stop and pivot and try and implement something new. And that's why I think like, yeah, sinking into your own authority and like hiring long-term coaches that are going to like walk with you through like every stage of your business. Like it just allows things to accelerate so much more because you're not having to like catch a new person up on what you're trying to do and then get their advice and then implement the thing. You get to just like kind of stay in your lane. Right. For sure. Yeah. I was, that's exactly what I was going to say. I tell people a lot, people reach out to me a lot and they're like, I just, I can't afford a coach. Like, um, and I'm trying to like absorb all this free content and nothing's working. And I'm like, you know, obviously I have the conversation of the concept of affording things, but then, you know, it gets to like, I always tell people, I'm like, pick like one or two coaches that you love that really inspire you and just watch what they do. Don't watch mm-hmm. 10, 15, 20 people. Um, cause it's just going to overwhelm and it's going to, like you're saying, like pivot you in a thousand different directions and it's, you're not going to get anywhere at the end of the day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think we also are so impatient for things to bring us results that like, that's what leads us to get so distracted. Cause we'll do something. And then when it hasn't changed our world in a week, we're like, well, fuck that. Obviously that didn't work. When like, yeah. that's never the point of any business strategy. Like nothing is supposed to bring you, I mean, some things are supposed to bring you immediate quick wins, but like for the most part, being in a business is a process of like planting seeds tending to them carefully, like sticking to what you're doing. And so, yeah, if you're like constantly trying to try everything new, cause you're so desperate, like half of those things probably could have worked for you. Like there are so many different methods that are going to work, but like none of them are supposed to do things immediately. Like you have yeah. to put in the time and like be faithful with it. And it's so hard when you're in that first stage and you're like, if I don't get a client tomorrow, I'm going to die. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's yeah. true. I, I've gotten to the place where like, I'm comfortable and confident in like my coaching and what I can do with people that I like, I'm very clear with people. Like if you're not willing to try and wait and like trust the process and it's Mm -hmm. not like, then we're not the right fit because you know, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, and I even think that like business in some ways, like you can relate it to like somebody that's like trying to lose weight. It's like, there's people that like want to follow all the fad diets or like want something to like shift. And I like, am so I've like gotten stuck in this before. Where I'm like, <laughs> I want to lose 20 pounds by tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, that doesn't work like that. And it's the same thing. And I think that's a good way to like relate it because that's literally something that you can see happening to your body. And it's like, it takes time. And it's the same with a business. Like it takes time. You might not be able to like visually see it as much. I mean, I guess you can like see your bank account changing, but like mm-hmm. that, you can't really visually see it until one day it's like, Oh wait, that clicked. Like it's working now. Um, yeah. And it just takes time. Definitely. And it's so important for everybody. Like, I love that you brought up the thing of like you having to be comfortable in your own coaching enough to say that to people. Cause I think that's also like, as a practitioner, it takes a lot of trust to like be with a client who like you've been working with for a month and they're like, don't seem to be a whole lot changing to be like, that's okay. This is the process. And like holding that for them so they can relax into it is so important. And it takes you like really trusting your process as well. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. Okay. I have one last question that I want to ask you. I ask everyone on the podcast, but before we get there, is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? Mm, 
No, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground here. Okay, awesome. I felt so too, but I wanted to give you that space if you wanted, if there was anything. Yeah. Um, okay. So if, not if, what, where did that come from? <laughs> since, since this podcast is primarily targeted at people that are in the beginning stages of their business or maybe like are wanting to get inspired to start a business but are scared to take that step. What would you say to someone that like really wants to go for it, really wants to dive in, but they're terrified to actually like step off the like mountain and like go for it? What would you want to tell them? Mm. I think I would ask them like one, who are you here to serve? Like, why is it important that you do it? Not just for you, but for the people that are waiting for you to step into your greatness for them to like achieve transformation. And can you make it like about them more than it's about you? And then also like, what are you risking by not doing it? So if you are standing on this ledge for the next six months to a year, two years, whatever, and you're still in the place you're at today, what piece of you is going to die and what are you going to be heartbroken over? And so like, yeah, just getting over the risk of doing it and sinking into the risk of like not doing it and letting that be the scarier thing. Oh my gosh. That's so good. I love that. That's such a good, that's such a good thing to have somebody think about. That's awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Love it, Frankie. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Yeah. Thank you so much. So excited. Okay, y'all. I hope you love this episode. If you did, definitely share it on your Instagram stories. Let us know you're loving it. Tag myself, tag Frankie. All our information is going to be in the show notes, so you can do just that. Um, would love, love, love if you could leave a review of the podcast. It would mean the world to me. Um, every review counts. Everything is super helpful because the more reviews, the more listens, um, and the more lives we can touch and change and support through this podcast. So it would mean the world to me if you could do that really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week on the If She Be The Podcast.